Hello, my friends. Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. my friends, I'm back and I thought I would share with you this morning a little bit outside the norm of my podcast. So you've listened to me about six or eight times now. Honestly, I'm having so much fun that I'm starting to lose count. But I've consistently seen over the past few years of people getting their lights and starting to transition and getting into this business or working towards their first 50 transactions, those there's really two different kinds of people. Uh, and I wanna talk about that a little bit this morning and kinda of touch on those just to make sure that you know where you're at and kinda of see and evaluate. See, there's those who dive in with both feet who are all in mentally, physically, emotionally, and then those that just kinda of tread water they get just enough done to give you hope, but deep down, it's, it's there's another gear, and then if they don't switch into that gear, and they don't find that gear, they're just gonna slowly starve to death and wither away in this business. Now, personally, I can only speak to the mindset of the first person I described. Now, however, I have a phrase that I think will help you, you know, gather focus no matter which side of the, the coin you're on and what I just described. Whether you're all in and killing it, running and gunning, or you're kind of just treading water and you're not sure and nothing's really clicked and you've not found your your it just yet. And no matter where you are, I've kind of got something that I wanted to share with you this morning that it comes up in my mind and it's so deeply ingrained and I think about it all the time, but I don't consciously know that I'm thinking about it. It just kind of pops in and it reassures me and I want to give you that assurance something to think about when you're on that maybe the fence of going between all in and just treading water whichever side you're at maybe in the middle I want to give you something so I learned this from a class called men's fraternity and here's what I learned Reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and expect God's reward. Now, when it talks about rejecting passivity, do what's hard first. Get it done and get it get on with your day, whether it be making calls or working with a difficult client or killing a deal if necessary. Complete the thing you hate the most first, if at all possible time block for that reject passivity and the next one is accept responsibility know your role stay in your lane get done what needs to be done own your mistakes speak light in the dark areas of your life confess your failures and commit to never dropping the ball again if at all possible accept responsibility don't pass it off own it and then lead courageously. This one right here, the words, your words are big 
in somebody's ears. Know where you are and where you're going and forge a path to get there. When I was going through the police academy and the instructors would start screaming at us and and telling us we're failures and we're not going to make it, promising that we would never graduate or, or not good enough to earn that badge, I reminded myself, they can't eat me. I pushed through. I didn't quit. As long as I kept telling myself, they can't eat me. I led courageously through that. Ended up being the assistant class leader. Graduated with 21 other amazing officers. And it was a life-changing accomplishment. But it required something deep down as simple as a phrase, they can't eat me. Same thing in life. Whatever it takes to lead. Whatever it takes to push you. And then last, but definitely not the least, expect God's reward. Worldly religion aside, my friends, it's hard to look at this beauty this earth displays without believing there's a creator. I believe today there will be a reward at the end of the race. For those who believe in Jehovah God, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, it's I'm like a kid at Christmas expecting God's reward. A free gift. You just got to believe. And I do believe. Now, enough preaching. I'm going to get off my soapbox. But sometimes, whether I'm rocking and rolling, blowing and going, or I kind of feel like I'm treading water, and really, honestly, there's times that you just feel like you're drowning. There's going to be those crossroads. And if you can think of those or have something similar that speaks into your heart and your life, that's already programmed when the times get hard, that's what's going to push you past those times. And I hope that helps somebody today. It was on my heart to share, so there you go. guys so let's hear from you you guys have been amazing with sharing your why i love stories email me at kenny at rookierealestate.com give me some of your best stories good and bad let's win together let's share in each other's lives so today i want to share with you an email that i received and this is grant's why he said my why for real estate is to pursue and obtain financial freedom. To provide the lifestyle my wife deserves, not material things, but as stress and worry-free as possible. My wife for real estate is to help and lift up others and to coach them through the biggest decision in their lives. Family, friends, clients, giving them my all and my best. Ah, Grant, I love it. Write it down, guys. Read it daily. Share your why with me and others. If you're listening on the Anchor app, record it on your on there in your own voice, and then I'll share it with everybody. Take a moment to encourage somebody. Maybe they've not found their why yet, and you speaking it into their life. Your words are big in people's ears. Speak it. Say it out loud. Share it with me and help me to share it with all the people listening. Please do that. Take a moment. 
It'll be great. I'm telling you, somebody's life will be touched. So a little housekeeping note here. Please go to whatever platform you listen on and give me a five-star rating with a positive comment. It'll help expose this information to other people, and together we can love on and make a difference in the real estate community. Adding a little value, right? So, what now? That's the question today. What now? Now, you've gotten your 6,342 item checklist done in the first three days of getting your license. You've made 452 calls per day in the last 90 days, and you still don't feel like you've gained any traction. Right here is your crossroad, my friend. The road to your first 50. That road has a fork. Which path will you take? The one less traveled? Hmm. Ask any successful agent, at what point did you know you had made the right decision to be a realtor? A successful agent will likely tell you a story about their fifth year in the business because if they really are successful, they probably didn't slow down long enough to realize they had crossed that line. And while we're on the topic topic of success, that, that doesn't equal an amount of money. We're not talking about money here. Success is making forward movement towards your goals and making a positive impact in the lives around you. Keep that in mind and cut yourself a little slack. Remember, we are a transaction-based career who builds a database of clients that hopefully one day will be sold as your book of business so that you can retire. Right? In reality, this career is an assembly line. There should be machines all around you a marketing machine, a networking machine, an education machine, machines everywhere running with you behind the curtain making it all happen. Not a fake wizard, but an empowered business-minded rock star, a beast, making it happen every day. It's okay to sometimes stop, give give yourself permission, and ask what now? To have regular check-ins. Here's my response to this time in your life and career when it comes to real estate. And this question will be asked more often than not as you grow in your career. When you ask what now, it's time to listen. Gently close your mouth, open your ears and listen. When I was a little boy, we lived in a small town and there was this one restaurant where a select group of men would sit at what's called the round table. Now, just like it sounds, there's a round table in the back corner of this place where eight or men sit and eat breakfast. Now, every now and again, my grandfather would take me along with him. But there was this one stipulation. As we got ready to walk in, my grandfather would stop look at me and say, boy, keep your mouth shut and you just might learn something. 
and no truer words were ever spoken. I can hear his voice saying that today, and he's been gone for 25 years now. Sometimes you just need to keep your mouth shut so you can learn, so you can lean in, so you can listen. So what do I mean by that? If you're making calls and you aren't connecting with anybody, it may not be as much of what you're saying, but as it might be the your inability to listen to what their needs are. Have you ever heard of somebody talking themselves out of a deal? Like there was a there was another old saying, if somebody thinks you're an idiot, why open your mouth and prove it to them? Or what about this one? Uh, he who speaks first loses, often referred to in negotiations. When we're building relationships with clients, we want to tell them how great we are, how hard we work. Uh, we want to expound on our vast knowledge. You know, sometimes it's nervous energy that just keeps us talking and insecurities that causes us to ramble on. And more times than not, the client just wants to tell us what they want and what they need. So let's create a new rule. Anytime you're having a conversation, take a mental note of who's talking the most. If it's you, shut up. It's time to listen. It's time to connect. Start asking engaging questions. When somebody tells you what they're looking for, ask why. Try to dig deeper. You remember that cool cat I talked about in our office? His name is Andy. Now, he told me stories of how, whenever I was new, he told me stories of how he was you know, enlisting appointments or buyer's appointments, and as people were describing what they wanted, he would dig a little deeper and ask, why is that important to you? And then they would answer, and he would ask again, so help me understand why that's important. After a few layers being peeled back, the people would pour their hearts out to him and ended up sometimes crying right there in the appointment. (laughs) Now, the goal isn't to make people cry, but it is to connect. So I tried this. When I first got in the business, the market had tanked. Inventory was massive. Short sales and foreclosures were more common than not. It was rough, and people's lives were uh, people's lives had to keep going, no matter how tough it was. Even if real estate market tanks, they still had to move, buy, and sell. Families were losing their homes, and we were doing hundreds of short sales to prevent foreclosure. It was tough, and emotions were raw. Now, when you put aside the transaction, the assembly line, as I grossly described earlier, when we dig in with our clients and peel back the layers, you can actually feel the connection take place. We're human and are created for connection. Millennials looking for professionals to connect with that will provide real life experiences on what they can expect throughout the buying and selling process. This is why technology will likely never replace us. The internet can connect you to things and information, but doesn't have the ability to connect you with somebody directly, 
101. This is the game changer. This is the crossroad. It's a spot you will likely find yourself in several different times in your career. You may be thinking, Kenny, just teach me all the how-tos. Give me checklists to knock out. I want to be successful. And yes, I'm going to lay it all out for you guys. But I don't want you to miss the boat along the way. I have a lot of content to share, my friends. And together, we can polish you up real nice. I put a little country slang on that one because it's kind of old school talking. We'll polish you up real nice. But if you're competing for a listing or interviewing a family as a buyer's agent before they hire somebody to see who they want to work with, you may feel internally the need to vomit everything you know all over them and tell them how wonderful you are. But if you fail to connect they will pick the other guy or girl that who may know less than you, may know more than you, but who took the time to connect with them. You don't want to miss the forest for the trees. i got a lot of slogans today. I'm just throwing those out there. Now, let me bring it home with this. I told you about my trip to Vegas for a CRS Celebration-thon, the Certified Residential Specialist uh, convention that they do every year. Every other year it's in Vegas and then where, some other time it's somewhere tropical. And before I got my license, I told you about how all the amazing agents across the country taught us everything they were doing that made them successful. I don't remember any of that information. It's probably in my brain somewhere and I likely have implemented many of the things that I learned, but eight years later, I can't remember that part. What I do remember is Ashton Gustafsson, the young man who spoke about closing 111 deals in his rookie year. Yes, that was impressive. I told you guys about it in another podcast, but what I remember most is when he talked about how he ended up in the hospital that year and how his marriage suffered that year. He wasn't celebrating celebrating the gross amount of commissions he earned that year. He was talking about how he almost lost what mattered most to him. How it almost ruined him. How he almost got out of the business. He could have shared all the how-tos he wanted, but he didn't. He connected with the audience. And he connected with me. Yes, I learned that 111 transactions were possible in one year. Blew my mind. It gave me something to shoot for. But I also learned that you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't hold tight to what matters most, it won't matter. The next time you ask yourself, what now? Remember, it's time to stop and listen. Your clients will tell you everything you need to know if you will listen. Then you can tailor their needs around your amazing skill sets. Nobody's looking for a bull in a china shop, blowing and going all the time. You will close all the business you can handle if you will stop, listen, connect, 
and serve. And don't forget, reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and expect God's reward. That's it for today, my friends. Please email me your stories. Give us all something you have learned so that I can share it with you guys, with all the people listening. I'd love for our community of listeners to be sharers, pouring into one another, another, connecting with each other. Special thanks to my producer, Scott Parker, the wizard behind the actual curtain, making all this happen. This content is written by me, your host, Kenny Stevens, and Rookie Real Estate is powered by DeSalms Real Estate in Franklin, Tennessee. Until next week, better your best. Thank you.